Hello and welcome to another episode of Bite Size Coaching. My name is Beverly Landay and I'm a certified coach. I work with people to help them to be at their resourceful best. In today's episode, we're going to consider how to develop a productive working relationship with your boss. Let's get started. We all tend towards one style of working more than another due to our personal preferences, the influence of role models and our prior experience. Yet one approach doesn't fit all scenarios. The people you manage will likely perform better if you appropriately apply a broad set of working styles. Likewise, understanding how your boss operates will help you build a productive working relationship with them. In today's episode, we're going to consider practical ways of managing upward to get the best out of your relationship with your boss. So what is managing upwards? Some people find the idea of managing up an uncomfortable concept, associating it with sycophatic behaviour or blatant flattery to win favour. The truth is far removed from this unctuous stereotype. Managing upward, if done right, is not manipulation or sucking up to people in powerful positions. It's about learning strategies and techniques to help you be more effective at work and happier in your job. Managing up involves consciously working with your boss to achieve the optimum results for you the wider team and the organisation. You will experience a variety of management styles during your career. Good bosses invite your opinions and respect them. They will encourage you to stretch your potential and provide support if you stumble. They will credit you for your ideas, applaud effort with praise and give you timely constructive criticism. On the other hand, you might encounter a dysfunctional boss who's untrained and ill-prepared to get the best from you. They may lack organisational and planning skills and blame others for their mistakes. Often you can't depend on them for support. It's in your best interest to deal constructively with any shortcomings of such people. Although you can't control your boss, you can influence your relationship with them by taking steps that build understanding and foster mutual respect. There are six fundamental principles to keep in mind. First, understand that your boss depends on you. Your behaviour and performance will either improve their day or make life more difficult. Your boss needs your help and cooperation to do their job effectively and you can supply this. Once you begin seeing the relationship through this lens, you'll start to see issues from their perspective. Then you can use this insight to guide your actions intelligently. Ask questions rather than make assumptions if you don't know their top challenge. For example, what are they trying to accomplish? What difficulties do they face? How can you support their goals? Seek to understand their aspirations, pressures and constraints. Looking for commonality can help build trust and appreciation. And these are the bedrock of a productive working relationship. Secondly, accept you will depend on your boss. 
ego can be at play when ignoring the input needed from your boss to do your job well. Start by understanding the job that your boss was hired to do. Life at work can be far smoother when you realise the benefits of tapping into the information, insight and resources a boss can supply. Always manage their expectations and keep them appropriately informed. Honour your commitments. It's not about being a yes person. Be prepared to discuss your priorities with your boss. Be clear about your workload and your capacity. What resources and support do you need? How could you be better prepared? Are there tasks that you could streamline, delegate or ditch? Be ready to talk through these issues with your boss. Thirdly, take charge of your communications with your boss. Many people assume the boss will magically know what information, support and guidance their subordinates need. While some bosses do an excellent job of looking out for staff and anticipating what's required, it's best not to expect this. After all, bosses are only human and juggle many different issues and priorities. Don't wait to be asked what you need or how things are going. Take responsibility for managing the communication with your boss. Be alert to how your boss likes to keep informed. Some might prefer regular check-ins at the top level. Others want more detail. Asking what works for them will prevent misunderstandings and save you a lot of time in the long run. Report regularly on essential jobs and critical issues. Highlight emerging or potential problems and suggest contingency plans for dealing with these. In business, remember the best surprise is no surprise. Fourthly, be responsible for your career and professional development. People who are the most fulfilled and happy in their careers take steps to determine what they want from work. Some companies provide specific training to help staff up the career ladder. Others take continual assessment approaches to identifying developmental needs. Find out how your organisation operates and what the options are for you. Take time to understand how you'll be evaluated and what success will look like in your role. Share your career goals with your boss. Ask for feedback and be open to constructive criticism about any skills gaps they perceive. Ask what they see you doing well. Ask what might be improved and their suggestions for how to achieve this. Use these conversations to discuss your learning opportunities and get guidance on how to gain experience. Show them that you want to expand your skill set by developing sensible business cases for your involvement in training opportunities, mentoring or perhaps secondments. If you wish to be taken seriously, you'll need to show that you can solve problems, be willing to get involved and own your expertise. Fifthly, learn to think and act strategically. It is also vital that you develop a sense of the bigger picture to think and act strategically in your role and relationship with your boss. Awareness of the bigger picture means appreciating the broader context in which you, your team and your boss operate. 
You can be more strategic by staying alert to the competitive forces at work in your organisational sector. Do you know the current strategies for dealing with them? If not, take steps to find out. Take an active interest in how your organisation is doing. Find out about cross-functional projects as these may yield opportunities for you. Take responsibility for thinking about how your skill set and role fits into the organisational objectives. Knowing this will enable you to focus your efforts and capabilities, as well as resources, to achieve maximum impact and benefit. Be sure to avoid a silo mentality by being mindful of the pressures and deadlines your boss and peers face. The final point relates to using your emotional intelligence. Managing upwards requires the use of emotional intelligence. Known as EQ, emotional intelligence is defined by the psychologist and science journalist Daniel Goleman as the capacity for recognising our own feelings and those of others for motivating ourselves and for managing emotions well in ourselves and our relationships. Emotional intelligence is a valuable concept to understand. Developing your ability to apply it will help you foster better relationships. An emotionally intelligent person understands their strengths and weaknesses and knows that it's more productive to manage emotions than to be led by them. According to Goldman, EQ is a critical ingredient in all forms of management leadership. His research shows that influential people are alike in one crucial way. They possess a high degree of EQ. Goldman suggests there are five essential components to EQ. These are self-awareness, possessing the insight to recognise and understand your moods, emotions, drivers and the impact that you may have on others. Self-regulation means choosing your response to different situations and regulating behaviour rather than being led by your emotions. Motivation is a passion for working for reasons beyond money and status, often coupled with a propensity to pursue goals with enthusiasm, energy and persistence. Empathy the ability to comprehend the emotional makeup of others and skill in treating people according to their emotional reactions. Social skills. The ability to react well with diverse people and build happy and productive relationships based on cooperation, understanding and respect. Tapping into your EQ is vital if you're to effectively manage your relationships at work and this includes your boss. You can foster empathy by showing an interest in their goals, challenges and aspirations. Help them to see how they can get the best from you by sharing information about your drivers, capabilities and preferred working methods. Most bosses are happy to help you progress, but they can't do this if they don't understand what you want. Remember, it's in your boss's interest to discuss your career development with you. This way they can manage the team better because they'll know who's interested in progressing. Take responsibility for managing the relationship with your boss. 
and you will reap the benefits of an improved understanding and a common sense of shared purpose. This has been a bite-sized coaching podcast. Thank you for listening. My name is Beverly Landay and I'm a certified coach. You can contact me via my website www.beverlylanday.co.uk.